At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What up, folks? Welcome in. It's a Monday edition of The Edge. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel. Matt Eumann's alongside, as usual. Good show on tap today. Johnny Vella joins us in 30 minutes. Go over everything we saw from the weekend that was. Uh, and it was quite the weekend. Obviously, we have NBA postseason underway. Major League Baseball into its regular season. We're about, what, a month and a half in now. But we have to start, Matt Eumann's, with the drama over the weekend. And I tweeted this yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I feel that this is true because you know me. I got into golf like when we started Visa, probably about like what 2015 or so, uh, especially like a, on a more like tournament to tournament basis. Um, that yesterday, I can honestly say, was the greatest final round of golf I have ever watched in my golf watching career. Your, go- your golf watching career does not go way back. No, it does not. But it was uh, the best final round in recent years. I think. You know, the, the final round at the Masters in 2019 when Tiger won, yeah. that was a pretty wild round because uh, it looked like seven or eight guys might be able to win that That's thing at some too, point. Right? And uh, yesterday's was crazy, too, because anytime you have a leader go to the 72nd hole um, and he hits his drive into the water, it's, uh, it's going to be unforgettable. And that's what happened yesterday with Amito Pereira, one-stroke lead going to the 72nd. I don't know what happened on that swing off the tee. His tee shot looked like he got struck by lightning. He was so smooth in yeah. all his swings all week. And then off that tee, it was violent. It looked like whiplash. somebody like punched him in the hip, yeah. like right when he went through. It was weird. Um, and here, let me ask you this. Yeah. So, Mito Pereira, you know, to set the scene, obviously, Mito Pereira goes into the final round. He's nine under. Um, and going into the final hole has a stroke lead mm-hmm. on the guys behind him. So, all you got to do is just... Give me par. Give me par and you're a PGA championship winner. You're yeah. a major winner. You're the first Chilean to ever win a major in golf. You're making history. That's all you got to do. His decision to go driver on 18, I thought it was a little, thought it was a little wonky. I think you, you just got just get in the fairway. You don't really need to hit driver there. You're not going to get uber aggressive. And by the way, the luck, I mean, the, the, the water hazard that he found was like mm-hmm. this big. I'm holding my fingers very close together for those who are watching. It was a tiny creek. Uh, it was, yeah. but I thought it was a questionable decision to get as aggressive as he did on a final hole when all you need to do is par and you get a win. Yeah, I think there were like maybe 10 tee shots that ended up in that creek yesterday, yep. somewhere around that. And uh, yeah, he didn't need to be that aggressive. Obviously, you're always going to get second guessed if you do something and it backfires. Yeah. And uh, so he pulled out the driver. It backfired, and he's going to get second guess for that. I, I really thought when he stepped up to the tee, you know, this is his tournament to win because 
if he just hits this, puts his drive in the fairway, he's going he's gonna to par this hole and he's going to win this tournament. Well, that was probably in the back of his mind, too, because, uh, you know, I played a lot of golf and a lot of times you, you think something, uh, I just don't want to do this. And yeah. then that's exactly what you do. Um, he said he wasn't thinking about the water because a lot of times when you're on that tee and you're thinking, all right, I just don't want to put it in the water to the right, you put it in the water to the right. Yeah. Uh, but he said he wasn't thinking about that. Anyway, Mito Pereira, from a betting perspective, would have been a stunning winner of this. It was only his second major. He missed the cut in the first one at the U.S. Open. He had no top tens this season. But there were pl plenty of guys who played him. Will Hill, a handicapper from VSEN, had Mito Pereira at 200 to 1. I think. Rufus Peabody had 300 to 1. I saw a couple other people with tickets around 200 to 1 on Mito Pereira. I know Dave Kokin had played him several times this year, but not this week. One of our producers down at Circa had him at 160 to 1. Is that right? Yep. And then uh, as he uh, shanked that, you hear, and it's a soundproof booth, folks. And uh, in the back, you just hear all sorts of curse words bleeding from, uh, <laughs> yeah. bleeding from mean, the producer. I was sitting there watching it. I couldn't believe what happened. Is that yeah. ball in the water? Because I had the second, third, I had a piece of the second, third, and fourth place guys at the time, which were uh, Will Zalatoris, Justin Thomas, and uh, Cameron Young. Cameron Young would have been the biggest score for me at 80 to 1. Will Zalatoris at 35 to 1. Went to the playoff, lost again. And Justin Thomas, who I didn't have a big financial interest in, but enough. I bet him after Friday's round at 4-1 to one and uh, had him as a top pick in our golf draft. We do with a bunch of betters and bookmakers. So JT was still a winner for me, but still, I, I wanted Cameron Young or Willie Z to win that tournament. That was the best outcome. The worst outcome was Mito Pereira for me. I had nothing, essentially nothing on him. So I was okay with JT winning the tournament. I know Wes Reynolds was happy. He was doing hardwood handicappers with you yesterday. Right. Wes had JT pre-tournament. I believe 17 to one, and uh, that's his second PGA win. He also oh. won in 2017, and he beats Will Zalatoris in the playoff. And uh, I did see your tweet about that was the best final round of golf in a major yeah. you had ever seen. I think a lot of people it's going to be unforgettable what happened when when you have a leader go to the final tee and he puts his drive in the water. Well, and, and it's not even just about like Nito Pereira and his collapse. You mentioned like we're kind of glossing over the fact that. Justin Thomas was one of three golfers yesterday that shot a 67. He was eight back at right. one point. Th Thomas comes screaming out of nowhere, and, and I'm watching. You know, I'm watching this all unfold. And I had Will Zalatoris at 47 to one to win it, and I'm sitting there watching, and I'm really focused on Zalatoris. Obviously, every time he's coming up, and then when Thomas is at about the 13th hole, you're looking at, it, you're like, you know, if he kind of keeps this pace. He's going to put himself right in here. Uh -huh. And Thomas, sure enough, does exactly that. And the way he finishes down the stretch, he birdies 17 to put himself in position. Uh, and his like from nine on, he had four birdies. He was four under par. He was awesome yesterday, Justin Thomas. He was brilliant. And he handled it well. And that was the best part about it. It wasn't just Muto Pereira collapsing. It was like all of a sudden you're watching this at about like the, like the 14th hole. You're like, there's like five guys who are still in this thing. I thought a guy yeah. like uh, not even young Fitzpatrick yeah. was kind of just cruising along. Fitzpatrick like, played his way out of it. Or at not the Fitzpatrick? End. Yeah, excuse yeah. me. It was young. It was um, uh, no, was it Cameron Young or who was it? Rory made a charge, then Rory took steps back, then uh, Fitzpatrick faded in the in the back nine. But Cameron Young at one point was a three way tie for yes, the lead. Yes, that was it. Yeah, Cameron Young. The three way tie with uh, Mito, yep, uh, Willie Z, and Cameron Young, and then uh, Cameron Young doubled, I think, to sixteenth. Then he came back, birdied to seventeenth. We still finished the stroke out of it. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was dramatic. It was great for betting purposes. And uh, looking forward to the third major coming up at the U.S. Open no, in a great. month. I like the current schedule set up better than it was previously. We had the Masters in April. You had to wait month two off, months man. for the second major. And then you played the PGA in August when basically, let's, let's face it, most of us are thinking about football by August. We right. don't care that much about the PGA. So I think the PGA being moved to May has been a great thing for the golf calendar and also for the betting interest. There's a lot more people watching that yesterday than, oh, yeah. than would have been watching that or betting that tournament if it were still in August. Oh, and it set up perfectly, too, because, you know, the NBA game didn't start until 6 o'clock. Yeah. And so you got to sit there the whole entire day and watch it and as you were waiting for, you know, some other sports baseball uh, in there as well. A couple of things, too, really quickly. This was um, put out there. Better at MGM had actually nine separate bets on Mito Pereira at 151. Oh, jeez. Uh, nine wagers totaled 6,000. Thousand dollars would have won nine hundred twelve k Pereira. And the thing, the thing about golf is so hard to hedge. Yeah. Because, like you said, who are you going to hedge on? There's five different guys who can win this tournament. Right. Uh, I mean, you can try to hedge. You can get your money back in that case, but you're not going to get uh, what you need. How about this from Mackenzie Kramer of uh, ESPN Stats and Info? 
he doesn't hedge, okay? Follow him on Twitter up at MacNova. He was in our golf draft last week as well. Another tough night for Team No Hedge as oh. my Pereira 60 to 1 and Zalatoris 47 to 1 tickets go up in smoke to Justin Thomas. Yep. At least he had Mito at 60 to 1 and not 200 or 300 to 1. But um, it, like you said, golf betting, unless you're certain one of three guys is going to win on the back nine on Sunday and you have one or two of them, it's very difficult. Uh, sport to hedge on down the stretch. Yep. And we should also give Zalatoris credit. I brought this up to you when we had you on the phone on Harvard Handicappers. Uh, birdieing 17 and getting a long putt par, uh, yeah. par putt on 18 to keep himself at five under. And obviously he knew at that point too, because you saw the emotion on his face when he hit the par putt at 18, that he knew that he was in position to potentially make a playoff there. Zalatoris deserves some credit. Didn't handle the playoff well in the second hole, but still put himself in position to at least get there with Thomas. He's going to win one. Yeah, he, did, he, was, he was actually fortunate to be in the playoffs. That's why I don't think you can call it a bad beat if you had Willie Z like I did, oh, like you yeah, did, no. some other people. Hey, we were lucky to be in the playoff <laughs> with Willie Z, so uh, I'm not going to cry about that. Uh, the worst outcome for me would have been Mito Pereira to win that, uh, win that major and didn't catch nothing. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, that's the second time in, uh, what, three and a half months I've lost with Will Zalatoris in the playoff. But I'm going to continue to bet him in the right spots because uh, he's going to win. Uh, but one thing about a lot of people will point to his putter, and his putter was off on Saturday. Yeah. His driving accuracy has got to improve. Dude, there's a couple holes where he's zigzagging his way down the court. Like, you can't do that. He was, if not the bottom, near the bottom of the field in driving accuracy. So that's that's one thing he's got to straighten out. Yep. Uh, all right. And uh, also, you have to straighten out if it's not part of your regular listening habits. Um, long shots, the way to go for you, especially when we're talking about these golf tournaments. It's been fantastic. When Brady Cannon, long shots crew, had it locked up, huh? Matt Humans and Brady on Willie Z. Wes Reynolds, as you mentioned, on Justin Thomas. Kudos to one Wes Reynolds who gets him. Looked like Roy McIlroy was going to break his heart in the first round. Not the case. And uh, you guys walk away with some victories there. Good job. Well, it's been a, a dry couple months because yep. we've had a lot of second, third place finishers. And, uh, of course, you and I still had a second place finisher with Willie Z yeah, yeah. yesterday, but that's the way it goes. It was a great major, I think great for betting purposes as well. Let's move on to the NBA, which was not such a great weekend uh, for at least my betting. No, it wasn't. And uh, we go back to last night, too, really quickly. There's not a lot of time to spend here, but uh, the uh, Dallas Mavericks, who at least I thought were going to be much more competitive in this series, uh, ultimately not the case. Mavericks mm. fall down 3 nothing in the series last night after a 109-100 win for the Golden State Warriors. Warriors go off as three-and-a-half-point underdogs here at the South Point, win the game outright, and this is great, and this is part of history for this team as well. How about this from uh, NBA Stats? The Warriors extend their NBA record streak of consecutive playoff series with a road win to 26. So simply put, 26 consecutive series in which they have at least one road win. That's a remarkable achievement. Last night, the Warriors hit 11 of 32 threes. Curry was 5 for 10. Some of the shots that Stephen Curry hit last night were remarkable. He was talking after the game about, hey, uh, it's great that we, we can win on the road like this because now we're playing with house money. I mean, yep. The Warriors are going to win this series now in four or five, and I was wrong about the series too. I thought the da Dallas Mavericks were going to be live dogs, and they were not. Yep, and Curry, man. I think it's freaking awesome. Like he, um, the, the last performance was fine, but Friday night when he hits the three to essentially ice the game yeah. and tells him night night as yeah. he's watching the ball go in. Man, if I was that good at something like that for just five seconds, it'd be great. All right, we'll come back. We have plenty left to get to. Uh, Eastern Conference Finals still, of course, underway. We'll see who the hell is playing tonight for either team. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... <laughs> 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. JVT, I've got some good news for the listeners. Okay. VSIN Summer Special is here. Ooh. For only $39, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July for the next few months. We're going to have the best betting content in the business right here at vcin.com. Subscribers have access to all of it. Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, JVT's NBA, Andy McNeil's hockey, lots of preseason NFL coverage as well, not to mention golf, UFC, and more. If you want the full VSIN experience, which features the daily best bet emails, Point spread weekly and use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it. 39 bucks through July 31st. vcin.com slash summer. Check it out. vcin.com slash summer. Got some big news for you, Matt. What do you got? So we have the uh, fourth game of the Eastern Conference Finals tonight. Celtics and Heat. We have an announcement. This actually was announced like five hours ago, but still. Scott Foster on the floor tonight, baby. Time to even up to series. <laughs> the NBA's calling in the big guns. Also, Kane Fitzgerald among the crew, too. So some interesting numbers. This is from Yahoo, uh, if you are ready for this. First off, these mean nothing, but whatever. Uh, Heat, 23-12 all-time playoff record in games which Foster has officiated. Celtics, 15-19 and uh, postseason games where Foster is one uh, of the officials. 15-19? Uh, yeah. But here we go. This is the big one. You ready for this? Home teams have won 77% of the games in which Kane Fitzgerald has officiated this season, the highest percentage for any referee in the 2021-2022 okay. season. Well, home teams are going to win like 70% of the games anyway, right? <laughs> 65 to 70%. Run to the window. I don't know. Kane Fitzgerald's here to save the Celtics season. You know what was interesting about Game 3? There were a lot of things interesting about Game 3, but one is you know, the Heat jumped out to the big lead right away. 20 to 6, I think it was. Uh, why did the Celtics come out playing with uh, no urgency? Yeah. And then the injuries, or you want to call them exaggerated injuries on the Celtics side, are starting to bother me a little bit. Jason Tatum goes down with what looks like a debilitating shoulder injury. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's on the ground. He's on the floor. He's For like hurt. 20 it's, seconds it's, of a possession. Yeah. It was wild. I, mean, I thought he was done. It looked like he'd been shot by a sniper from the stands. He, he couldn't get up. So you have to stop the game, escort him off the floor to the tunnel. You think Jason Tatum. He might be done for the playoffs. Right. That looked like a pretty serious injury. I was sitting home watching this. I was laughing. I said, this guy's going to be back on the floor in two minutes. And not two, well, two, three minutes, he's back out on the floor. Not only is he back out on the floor with the right shoulder injury, but he's charging into somebody on a screen, plowing his foul. right shoulder was, into the guy. It, it wasn't even just anybody. It was okay. Bam Adebayo. Right. <laughs> like, it wasn't even, it's not like it was Max Struess. What's going on here? I don't know. Well, then you didn't mention that the, I, not the best, because you don't like it when guys get hurt. But Marcus Smart twists his ankle. He's on the ground. He's screaming, screaming in agony. Pain, agony. Yeah. He's done. Too. I thought so too. He's I'm like, done wow. Too. And then he's back on the floor making a three pointer. No, I thought it I was Gordon to... Hayward again. I, I thought like, wow, like they're going to show us some sort of replay, and yeah. this is going to be brutal. And then he goes up on the jumbotron, and all the Celtics fans are like, ah, Marcus Smart's coming back. It it's was like when Paul Pierce left in the wheelchair. Well, we know back. why he left, right. right? You remember that story? Yeah, yeah. Pooped his pants. For those who don't know. 
Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> he left in the wheelchair. <laughs> he left in the wheelchair. <laughs> and, he, and, he, <laughs> and he came back. Regardless, uh, you're right. And it was a weird game. And here's the thing. So Boston is down in the series uh, 2-1. And obviously, they don't have home court anymore because they lose this game to Miami. But I, like when you look at it, I wrote about this today, Matt. Despite being down 2-1 in the series, it is the Celtics with a nearly like positive five-net rating and non-garbage time minutes. I think it's the Celtics when you watch through these first three games that when they're playing at their best, like you mentioned, I even texted you, I was like, they, they came out like they had the series won already. It was so weird. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why Ime Udoka starts Daniel Tice. You don't need to do that when in game two you switched to Grant Williams at power forward and yeah. the floor just opened up and you were just destroying the Miami Heat. But still, even in that game, what happens at the end of the first half, you're down by, I think, 27. You go on a good run. You close it to 15. In the second half, you get it to one if you're the Celtics. At at times, through stretches, you look like the better team. But the turnovers were brutal. 13 for Tatum and um, Jalen Brown together. And in non-garbage time, 25.2% of their possessions ended in a turnover. A quarter of their possessions ended in a turnover. That's brutal. You can't do that. And yet still there you were potentially being able to win that game. And Jimmy Butler didn't play the second half, and he sounds like he's going to give it a go. But, mm-hmm. like, I don't, I didn't bet this at all because of all the injury noise. We don't know if Robert Williams is going to play. Marcus Smart's injury, uh, he swelled up. Apparently his ankle swelled up yesterday. So we'll see if he's going to be fine here today to play. But, like, there's so much noise from an injury perspective. But, I, I, like I wrote today in the column, I still kind of stand in the stance of I still think Boston's the better team if they actually put it together and they're going to be healthy. I do, too. I think the Celtics yeah. are the better team. They just played a really bad game three. And uh, Jason Tatum, by the way, who we we brag about all the time, he was bad yeah. in that game. He shot three for 14, one for seven from three. You alluded to the six turnovers. And uh, that was mystifying to me how poorly Jason Tatum played. Jalen Brown was phenomenal, uh, by the way. 14 he, for 20 from the field. he wasn't forced to points. dribble. But, yeah, it's uh, – it's got to be the Celtics spot tonight, even if Marcus Smart can't go, because I think what the Heat, and we were talking about Stephen Curry saying the Warriors are playing with house money now because they've won on the road, they're up 3-0 in the series, and they're, they're going to be loose in yeah. game four. I think the Heat probably feel like they're playing with house money here because they're up 2-1 in the series. Jimmy Butler, Tyler, we know Tyler Hero's not going to play for the Heat. That's official. Right. Jimmy Butler really doesn't have to force it. Because when you're up in the series on the road, you know, well, we can go home game five. If we get game five, we got control of the series. Maybe I should just sit and uh, wait for game five. But the Miami Heat don't have the same type of urgency here. I think it's got to be the spot to play the Celtics. I don't want to lay the seven. Mm-hmm. I would think uh, i got to find a way to bet the Boston side tonight without laying the seven points, whether it's live betting or a, a better money line price or something. But I think the, the Celtics got to pull through in this spot tonight. Al Horford. Uh, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, I would expect those guys to show up uh, big time tonight. And two out of the three showed up in game two. Yeah. Game three, sorry. And, like, in, I know a lot of people will, like, look at when I, when I say that the, the Celtics have the positive net rating in, like, non-garbage time minutes or you look at the shot quality numbers of the first three games mm-hmm. and they've won the shot quality score. I think it's two out of the three games. And like, so what? They're down. Those are usually indicators of, like, this is a better team. And as you move forward over the expanding sample size, that this is a team that should come out on top. Uh, if we're expanding this out here. So uh, I believe it's the case, but also, I mean, you could also make the case that Boston's a better team, but maybe the market, like, so this, the home court's been worth four points now, if you, like, do it from a median standpoint, like the results. But I also think, and you can speak to this as a handicapper, there's varying home court advantages. And in this, like, Eastern Conference, we've clearly seen. Like, for Boston, they can win on the road if they want to. Miami can win on the road if they want to. They did it in the Milwaukee-Boston series, too. Home court might not be as important in a series like this. So, like, when you get to, like, seven, it seems pretty extreme, even if Tyler Hero is not going to be out there. Right. Uh, well, I would say I, I would say game seven is where the home court's going to be most important, obviously. Well, we and, saw that play out, right? Yeah. For Boston, at least. You know, it's interesting that the uh, – the Warriors are in a situation. They're up 3-0 in the series. You know, in the NBA, teams up 3-0 in a series are 146-0 mm-hmm. in, those, in those situations. Game five is going to be the pivotal game in this series. That's why Boston's got to get this one tonight and get healthy going to uh, South Beach for game five. When I look at the, the Heat lineup right now, especially if you take Jimmy Butler out of it, there's no excuse for Boston not to put away this team. I mean, Gabe Vincent and Max Schroes don't do it for you. No, huh? they don't. They don't. Now, Kyle Lowry's, <laughs> yeah. he, Lowry is back, but it's not like he played lights out. 
yeah. in game three. He was just kind of getting readjusted to everything. He shot four for 11, two for seven from three. Bam Adebayo was a big difference. He had 31 points, and he was outstanding in that game. Obviously, uh, a double-double for him. But I just don't think the Heat are that deep. And uh, this Boston team plays better defense, has more scoring options, has more big-time scoring options. I think the Celtics get this game tonight and set up a big game five in Miami. Now, it's not really going out on a limb. I think right. the, the tough thing is to figure out how to bet this game because I don't want to lay the seven points. i got to find out a way to get better value than laying seven with the Celtics. And if it's the situation for them, and you would expect a, a better start, almost like the start like they had uh, in game two. Like, we got it up on the screen right here. I mean, it was we were looking at this right now. It's 68-39 in the first half yeah. of game two. Mm-hmm. You would expect a not as extreme, but a good start for Boston, given where they're at, in a little bit of a desperate situation in game four at home, down 2-1. Um, really quickly, you want some Bam out of bio numbers? This is from George Sedano over at ESPN. So the 4130 most played in uh, the uh, postseason for Bam Adebayo. But uh, a couple of others. 82 touches. He only had 72 in the first two games combined. Career high, 22 shot attempts. He recorded 13 post-ups and isolations, most in his game in a postseason. He set 14 dribble handoffs, tied for most in a game this postseason, and 34 on-ball screens, second most in a game this postseason. This is a Bam Adebayo game. Mm-hmm. And he also was the second center to travel at least three miles in a game this postseason. <laughs> Okay. How about that? You like that one? <laughs> Just running up and down the floor. Yeah. I bet you won't guess who the first center was. Uh, I won't guess. In this postseason. It's a, it's a small sample size. Uh, Rudy Gobert. Carl Anthony Towns. Really? Yeah, Carl right. Anthony Towns getting in some work. But either way, it's going to be fascinating to watch because we don't know who's going to be available. And this series has been pretty fun. I like the adjustments and all the differences that we've seen from both of these teams from a game-to-game basis. And you don't want to discredit Gabe Vincent and a Max Struess. But they do play pretty hard. You give them credit. And sure. Dave Vincent's actually done given some really good minutes for the first three games. Those guys, uh, those guys are playing hard, no question it. about it. I'm not I'm not ripping on those guys. I'm just saying when you look at it, Boston's got more big time players. Oh, they so, got more talent. The Celtics uh, should be able to put this team away. And what happened uh, Saturday was uh, mysterious, let's put it that way. Uh, let's uh, let's improve on the talent here. Johnny Avello is gonna join us next here on Visa. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Betting splits page will show you where the money and bets are moving for every game. It's updated now every 10 minutes, so you can see all the changes in the action. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way vcin is here to make you a smarter better. Check out today's betting splits for every game. vcin.com, always a lot of quality content up there every day. Every weekend on vcin.com. Let's bring in Johnny Avello, DraftKings Sportsbook Director. And Johnny, we had a lot of guys at vcin taking shots at the Preakness over the weekend. And only a couple hit. Dwayne Colucci, the Rampart Racing Sportsbook Director, uh, had the winner in the Preakness. I don't believe you did. I think you had Epicenter. Is that right? I've had Epicenter both races, yeah. Uh, you know, it was a it was a fast track on Saturday and if you could get to the lead and not get a challenge early, you'd be in good shape. Um, you know, Chad Brown's horse sat right behind the leader, then took the lead, and Epicenter just got a bad trip, in my in my opinion. Um, got out of the gate terrible, had to go from last, try to rally up the rail, which is almost impossible. But uh, he's 0 for 2 in triple crown races and maybe should be 2 for 2. But, hey, that's horse racing, Matty. Yeah, I know a lot of people think Epicenter was the best horse in each of the uh, first two Triple Crown races, but no wins to show for it. Early voting was the winner on uh, Saturday. Johnny, how, was that a big surprise to you or not? No, not really. Um, you know, I th- when I saw how the track was playing that day, it made sense that a front runner was going to certainly be right up there. I was surprised how uh, bad uh, the Philly ran. Uh, she mm-hmm. was she, another one that got a really bad start, and so she was never in it either. Uh, so, you know, man, in, in horse racing, uh, the, the game plan just never goes according to plan, whether you're the better, the trainer or the jock. So <laughs> you always have to be prepared for, uh, you know, what else could happen in this race. If, if, if when you handicap a race, you handicap it based on everything going perfect and 
that's just never the case. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, so uh, quickly, what's the look ahead? Give us a, a quick scouting report on the Belmont, which is going to wrap it up here in a few weeks with a rich strike back in the picture. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know what to think of Rich Strike right now. Uh, you know, we'll, he'll, he'll, he won't be anywhere as near the price he was for the last race, but I'm still, you know, I think he's an okay horse. I personally don't think he'll ever win another race. That's my opinion. <laughs> uh, but, you know, he might, sometimes you get surprised. Maybe the horse found his way and maybe he, you know, he get, does get in for a piece. But I, I don't know yet, Matt. I, I don't have, for the whole race, I'll have to see who's actually going to be in and who's going to be out, and I don't know what that is yet. Hey, John, before we move on to golf, when there's not a triple crown opportunity, like when we get to the second race already, how much does that hurt involvement by betters? Uh, not so much, JVT. It might hurt the Belmont a little bit because certainly, yeah, is that what you're talking about, the Belmont itself? No, I was just talking about like this past weekend, would you have more people involved from a betting perspective if like the winner of the Kentucky Derby was actually involved, or does it really not matter, especially because it was a long shot? I don't, I don't think it mattered in that particular Preakness. It was a short field, so the handle was probably down over past Preaknesses, depending on what the size of some of those fields were. And for the Belmont, going for a triple crown always increases the handle probably by another 10 to 15 percent. Uh, but that's not going to happen. But, hey, you know, it's a triple crown race. Uh, hopefully it's a nice day in Belmont. Belmont always has a super card to go along with the race itself. So I would think uh, – you know, pandemic over, uh, full track uh, attendance. I would think all systems go. All right. Well, the weekend uh, with the with Major League Baseball season underway and with the NBA postseason and NHL postseason, it was golf that took center stage. Uh, Mito Pereira blows it on the 18th, doesn't make it to the playoff despite being nine under at the start of the round. Uh, where were you guys at with Mito Pereira in terms of liability? Was it a good thing or bad thing that he blew it there on 18? Uh, not a good thing for us, JVT. We were in good shape if he wins the house uh, and you know uh, Justin Thomas was not a good result for us that wasn't a really bad results but the, you know the turnaround was substantial what we were going to win and what we end up losing uh, Maddie and I were having a conversation you know when they were around 14-15 hole on Sunday and it was quite up in the air at that point uh, you know in Pereira everything went right for him you know, he was getting out of trouble a lot of times and didn't have a bad hole the whole weekend. And here he comes to the 18th hole and just blows the whole thing. Uh, very bad result for him. And I don't know how you recover from something like that. So you guys offer live odds throughout, and I was keeping track as it went on. Uh, a final and an end like that, uh, how much was the handle in terms of in-game and in-round? Because that was wild watching these odds bounce back and forth. Well, JT versus JVT took a lot of money. I mean, you could have got him at some nice prices. Uh, even at the even with you know four holes to go or so, he was still sitting at about fifteen or one, to one because he was still quite a few shots back. You know, it didn't look like he was going to be able to pick up three strokes or so. Um, but he, you know, Justin Thomas was. 50, 60, 75. I mean, there were a lot of different prices you could have got him at during the course of the week. Johnny, what was the biggest surprise to you in this major? The second of the year, the PGA was the Scotty Scheffler, the Masters winner, missing the cut. If you looked at the leaderboard on Sunday, it was a bunch of guys. It was JT, who had won one major in his career, and a bunch of guys who had not even won on the PGA Tour. It's kind of, it was a strange major, kind of hard to explain what happened. It was, and it was a tough course, too. It was it was very difficult. Some of the holes, you you know, you had to have some fade on the ball. Some you had to have some draw. Uh, some you had to lay up. Some you could go for. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, the big guns were not there. I'm not so surprised, Matt, with uh, with Scotty Scheffler not being there. I mean, Scotty Scheffler didn't win a tournament for his first 60 or so. Then all of a sudden he busted out and, you know, won a few and was the hottest golfer. We've seen this in golf, and we're going to see it again. There's going to be golfers that are going to be on fire, and then they're going to cool off and not going to hear their name for a whole year. So uh, it's not surprising. But I'm betting on golf, it's get, being on the right guy at the right tournament. Uh, that seems to be a difficult process, and that's why you know you get some pretty good payoffs in golf. What do we got next up? 
Is it U.S.? It's the Open, right? Or is it U.S. Uh, Open? It's U.S. Open. Okay, it's U.S. US Open, Open next month, British Open in July. Next up is the association tonight, yep. Heat Celtics. All right, John. So this is uh, an interesting game, mainly because uh, there are a lot of dudes who are questionable, and these are key guys. These are not uh, Max Struces of the world who have questionable designations next to them. Uh, how have you guys handled this? It does look like Jimmy Butler is going to warm up, quote, with the intention to play. No Tyler Hero. Questionable tags for Robert Williams and Marcus Smart. Uh, how has the market been handling a game with so many questions around it? Yeah, you know, it's a big number when you look at it, say seven points for these two teams who usually play competitive contests. Uh, we're high on Boston, uh, definitely high on Boston on the money line. The total's been bet under quite substantially. Uh, we dropped from 208 and a half down to 206. Um, but it's Celtic money right now, and uh, they're just. The, the betters right now are staying with the Celtics, think they this is a must-win for them, which it is, but it's still got to cover to seven points. So uh, not surprised we're getting Boston money. I don't think any number we would have put up, we would have got Boston money, even if both teams were at full strength. Out of the last, uh, I'll call it three-and-a-half teams because it doesn't like, look like the Dallas Mavericks are going to overcome a 3-0 series deficit. Uh, in terms of a liability from a future standpoint, which ones uh, hurt you the most? Well, Dallas is a great team for us, but that's not going to happen. And the Warriors are not a good team for us, and that is going to happen. So uh, if it's Boston and uh, Golden State, it's almost like we're going in with uh, without a good side. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll just end up booking the games. Now, if it's Miami, we got a shot to make some money because we're, we're good. We're in good shape with Miami. So, uh, but, you know, uh, we'll see. Got some basketball yet to play. So, by the way, Matt, I don't know if you noticed, but the NBA, the uh, what, two weeks ago, uh, announced that they had new trophies and awards. So part of the new system is uh, the conference finals now have MVPs that will be awarded. And you can bet on these now at DraftKings. John, I know you guys recently hung this up. What's the action been like? Have you been taking a lot on these conference finals MVP at all? Not bad, JVT. Uh, you know, it's... Like any other uh, proposition yeah. bet we put up, there is there is certainly some action on it. I wouldn't call it like uh, NFL futurist like, but it's uh, it's okay. It's handling some money. Uh, Johnny, I talked to you yesterday. It was uh, during the golf tournament, and at that point, I had the second, third, and fourth place runners, and it turned out better. Uh, the the final result turned out better with Pereira losing. But we were talking about college football. I just wanted to um, promote this quickly because you have a bunch of college football games of the year up at DraftKings. About how many games did you put up? Alabama is a favorite of at least 13 points in all six games listed up there at the DraftKings website. I think it was 45 that we put up. Uh, so we got those games of the year. We've got zero, week zero, week one. Um, I guess everything to start off the, the uh, college football season. Plus we've got up, you know, to win, uh, to win it all. Conferences are going to be up. The conference winners are up there now. You can bet. You know, all the major conferences, Big 12, Big 10, uh, Pac-12, SEC, they're, they're up there now, too. So we're up earlier with stuff than we've ever been up before. John, it's always good to talk to you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, guys. Got it. Yeah, you know, uh, Andrew Wiggins, still 12-1 to 1 to win conference finals MVP. Uh, I think Curry's going to win it, but uh, Wiggins got a decent shot. That was a... What's that? No, I was, gonna, I was just going to tease something when you get uh, when okay. we come back. Do you think Do you think Wiggins is going to run second? Uh, I, I, have a, I have a theory about these conference finals MVPs. I want to okay. throw you when we come back. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This Best Bets segment of The Edge is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Are you tired of the same old, same old when it comes to nicotine? Have you been looking, hoping, wishing for a more satisfying, discreet, or smoke-free way to experience nicotine satisfaction? Look for three letters. Z-Y-N, Zen Nicotine Pouches are a satisfying, smoke-free, spit-free, tobacco alternative. Zen America's number one nicotine pouch is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, so it's never been easier to find your Zen. Ten varieties, spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and more. Head over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you, zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine, and nicotine is an addictive chemical. zyn.com. All right, so I mentioned uh, that I have a theory. So for those who don't know, uh, conference finals MVPs are now awarded. There's new trophies. Everybody was complaining, as everybody always does. <laughs> More trophies. Who cares? We can bet on it. Um, so here's my theory about this. Are you ready? Drum roll, please. Um, I believe that the conference finals MVP awards, Met Humans, the role players have a better chance at winning these than the actual superstars. I feel like the media will be more open to giving it to an Andrew Wiggins, who has been very good in this series, had an mm-hmm. incredible game three, who has taken up most of the defensive possessions because it's a conference finals MVP, right? doesn't have the luster of like a finals MVP who everybody you know, and their monkeys are going to just vote for the best player who won or the best player on the winning team. I think the conference finals MVPs will open it up the field a little bit more. Yeah. Thus, a guy like Andrew Wiggins, who is 12-1 and has done a phenomenal job in this series, actually has a pretty decent shot at winning it. Your thoughts? Well, first of all, I didn't even know there were conference finals MVP awards until you mentioned it today. Yeah, they, they, award, or they announced it like two weeks ago or something like okay. that. Yeah. But I think your theory is probably on target there because uh, if it were the NBA finals, I would say no way. Right. Because you, you just got the, the mass media gathered together. They, they all want to vote for the marquee guy, which is Stephen Curry. In this case, you might actually get Andrew Wiggins. Uh, some voting support, so 12-1 to 1 is probably not a bad bet. And that's actually a really good point. Wiggins was great last night, by the way. Yeah, he was. Well, And, and throughout this series, he has been mm-hmm. the primary defender on Luka Doncic, and it's not like he's shutting him down, but he's had some really good possessions against him. He's been a great role player, uh, scored at least 16 points in all three games, so yeah, he's he's been pretty good. But I think your point's actually pretty solid, too. You know, the finals MVP, they're there. Um, national media's there, so you're probably going to give the votes to the big boys and girls, mm-hmm. as opposed to even though it's the conference finals, it's more localized media. Teams that follow the or sure. writers that follow these teams a little bit more intricately would probably be more open to voting for guys who usually don't win. It, I think so. so. Yeah. I think that's typically the way the media works. Wiggins, 27 points, 11 rebounds last night. Shot 11 for 20 and had that monster oh. dunk where he just took Luca's head off. Yep. And uh, they tried to. Yeah, there's no way they could overturn it. It'd be anarchy. you got to <laughs> shut the NBA down if you overturn that. It was ridiculous. Uh, all right. Anyway, so that's my theory. With that being said, best bets, uh, basketball, nothing. I, you know, the Celtics game, as we By talked way, about. Uh-huh. I know we don't have it for today's show, but can we get to it maybe tomorrow? The hot take that you sent me today. Oh, yeah. The yeah. hot take from a national media personality who said Stephen Curry would never play in another finals because but, of yeah, I was gonna Andrew say, Wiggins. Because they signed Andrew Wiggins. We got we to put that graphic up on the screen. Uh, yeah. It's also a uh, yeah, national media you, member. I don't know how many times I told you that guy is one of the biggest buffoons in the media. Right up there was Skip. Well, he, uh, we've, uh, we've had him on the show. Well, we haven't had him on the show, but we've uh, played clips from him before uh, because he was also, I think, he was scoffing at the. Uh, the Bucks winning an MB or winning a finals or something along those lines. Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, anyway, 
Uh, best bets. Nothing in the NBA. Too much noise in the injury reports. Don't know what's going on. So from a pre-flop standpoint, I think it is a fool's errand uh, to try to bet this. Recap from Friday in terms of baseball, though. Uh, we did have, uh, did have two plays in baseball. One winner, one loser. The winner, though, was a pretty big underdog. Plus 163 on the Oakland Athletics. Get a mm-hmm. win over the uh, Anaheim Angels who went back home. So it's a pretty good spot for them. And lost with the Philadelphia Phillies trying to play against Julio Urias. They only had uh, one run in that game, and they lost it to the Dodgers. Yeah, I'm going to tell you that uh, Friday night, we talked about this A's game on the show, and I, I like the A's as well. So I bet the A's had a winner there. I had a loser that night too, though. It was the Giants, the team you're going to play today. Yeah, I played the Giants and the A's on Friday night, and the Giants uh, lost. I think it was a one-run loss on Friday night. They got swept by the Padres over the weekend. Ooh, buddy. My win total's got a little bit more life now. Have you seen what they've been doing lately? Uh, the, yeah, they're 9-13 and 13 in the last 22 games. The Giants actually got swept by the Padres for the first time since 2016. Brandon Belt, uh, first baseman, has got a knee injury. He's going on the uh, 10-day injured list. Belt's not been tearing it up. He's batting 228 with four homers. But if you look at the Giants, they've had a lot of guys in and out of the lineup with yeah. injuries. Evan Longoria, uh, Lamont Wade, uh, Tommy Lastella, too. Uh, yeah. Oh, also, Yastrzemski's been in and out of the lineup, and he had a game-winning homer in Colorado last week. The guy who's starting today, Alex Cobb, was was out Alex for a while, Cobb. too. Yep. Yeah. So, no, the, the injuries have been hitting him. Uh, but you mentioned it. Yeah, San Francisco is the play for me here. Um, and I like Cobb. Actually, last time that we had um, we had a game with Cobb when we were on the air, I uh, mentioned this, that Cobb, his underlying numbers have been really good. And last time out, he gets rocked but where? In Colorado. Mm-hmm. So, you, as you always say, you kind of draw a line through some of these starts in Colorado. Um, but today, when for me at least, when you're talking about laying $1.35, um, when, you're, when you have an expected ERA of $1.75, fielding independent at two sixty seven, striking out over 11 guys every nine innings, he's not giving up home runs in this park. He's been unlucky in terms of the batting average on balls in play. I think he's in a pretty good position here to bounce back. I think he's been a little undervalued at times. Market's starting to move in that direction, too, at minus 138. And Peterson's on the other side, uh, but Peterson, I think, maybe maybe slightly overvalued by the market. Numbers are still really good, but not a dominant strikeout guy, getting lucky on balls in play. And uh, when you look at his numbers, ERA 189, but an expected ERA 372, fielding independent uh, about 3.4. So I think it's just a little undervalued spot for Cobb and the Giants who are back at home. Give me Cobb back at home. And his home road splits, they're much better. Uh, not like it's crazy on the road, but still, Cobb has performed better in San Francisco, so give it to me. Yeah, his last two home starts, 10 and a third innings, three earned runs, 14 strikeouts, three walks. Alex Cobb was a, a pitcher I looked at tonight on the card, too. That 135 price surprised me, a little bit higher than I thought it was going to be. It opened 132, I think, at Circa last night. Uh, if you look at Cobb, just his surface numbers, 561 ERA, 152 whip, you'd yep. say, well, how is that guy a 135 favorite? For a team that just got swept over the weekend, I like the Giants a little bit in the spot tonight too, but it's uh, it's only going to be a small bet for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to put it up as the best bet. Oh, so you are going to be on it though? I'm on the yeah. Giants. I, I actually bet them last night at 132, but it was just a small bet. Yeah, and, and also to the the last point on Cobb as well, uh, he gives up next to nothing in, in terms of hard contact this year. 27.4 mm-hmm. percent uh, of his balls are batted balls with an exit velocity of 95 miles an hour. So he's been really good at limiting that too. Uh, Alex Cobb. So. Yeah, he's got, he had one bad start against yep. the Nationals. <clears throat> but I think Cobb is uh, a guy you can bet on. By the way, Brandon Belt's absence not that big a deal because Wilmer Flores and uh, Darren Ruff were guys that actually hit well over the weekend. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to miss Belt that much. He's batting like 225, 230, something like that. Uh, 228, Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, another game I bet last night. <clears throat> Again, I, I didn't put these up because I've been making a lot of just smaller bets on baseball. <clears throat> until I get into the groove and start making a lot more baseball plays. I bet the Cardinals minus 115 last night with uh, Michaelis on the mound. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, – was that a game on your radar? No, not? not yesterday, no. Today. Oh, today, yes. Today. Well, okay, Cardinals. All right, yes, Cardinals today. Over the Blue uh, Jays. I thought you were talking about Sunday. I'm sorry, I misinterpreted you. It was because – Jose Barrios has not been good. Right. <laughs> Jose Barrios has been terrible. I like the pitching terrible. matchup for the Cardinals here. Right, absolutely. Michaelis, his numbers are pretty tight, but if you look at Barrios, his strikeouts this year are way down. He's walking more guys. He's giving up more home runs. How about this? It's his 483 ERA, expected ERA of 686. His fielding independent is right in line with that. And, like, just across the board, you look at it for him, like, he – 
the, I talk about hard hit percentage, 47.1% of the batted balls, 95 miles an hour mm-hmm. exit velocity. It's gone downhill for Barrios yes. uh, in a really big way. His velocity's down slightly. He's definitely a pitcher I think worth playing against. And, and when you have Michaelis on the other side, whose numbers are tight like his, yes, the Cardinals were there for me too. I just I, When I was looking at it, I think the price went up, and I think that's why I did not – Get on it. I think we're up to like what St. Louis minus one twenty five or something like that. I saw one fifteen here at the South okay. Point when I walked in today. So hasn't gone on much. I thought one fifteen last night was a cheap price. I was surprised because I thought the game would be more in the one twenty one twenty five range, and the Giants were actually a little bit higher than I thought they were going to be last night. But I have not been betting uh, baseball as much as I have in past years. I've been trying to get into it a lot more the last couple weeks. Um, so hopefully. Uh, this week with the golf, the second golf major out of the way, I can start capping baseball and betting baseball a lot more. Garrett Cole is a huge favorite tonight against the Orioles. I don't know what happened to the Yankees offense yesterday, but that was the first time since 1991 that the Yankees uh, played a doubleheader at home and got held to one run. Really? They were, they were beat, I think, 5 nothing and 3-1 to one by the White Sox yesterday. It was just a pathetic offensive display by the Yankees in that – a sweep at the hands of the White Sox. Garrett Cole uh, trying to bounce back for the Yankees tonight against Jordan Lyles. And Cole is a $3 favorite. Yeah, the other that's worth mentioning really quickly in the last uh, few seconds, Nick Martinez getting the start for the Padres. Uh, some of his underlying numbers uh, might be some trouble coming from Martinez. 466, both fielding independent and expected ERA. Yeah, uh, I think he's a better against pitcher. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> you're kind of seeing that there. Padres down to a minus 115. How about Hosmer and Machado, though? They're hitting the ball pretty Padres well. Padres had a really good offensive weekend. Yes, they yeah. did, uh, beating up on the uh, San Francisco Giants. All right, that does it for us. If you want to find out any part of this show, your favorite shows, you know where to go, visa.com slash podcast. Also, uh, we do a great job on the daily sports, NHL, NBA, and Major League Baseball. Check those out in the pull-down tabs at the top of the page. We're all done, and we will see you tomorrow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.